Mm. Hello, hello. This is your friend Robin coming at you from my bathroom. This is me reading stuff Monday morning. I've missed you guys. It feels like two weeks have gone by since I've talked to you, but it hasn't been that long. See? I'm needy. I'm attached. I had a lot going on this weekend, more than I've probably had in the last two years, all smushed in one weekend. And you know, I don't handle that well, but I did this weekend, so maybe I'm getting to be a better adjusted person. Let's hope. Yesterday I got to do something very exciting for me. I got to be on someone else's podcast, and it's a podcast I listen to regularly, so let me go ahead and plug these guys. It's Kevin Christie and Nick Youssef who are both incredible people. They're both comedians, actors, and Kevin's also an artist. And their podcast is called Occasionally Awesome. And it was so nice to be on it because I've listened to them for about a year or more. And we talked about all sorts of stuff, which uh, led into why I do this podcast. And I remember in the beginning, I told you guys, I think my first little intro podcast was about you know, just basically how I wanted this to be adult show and tell. That sounds gross. That sounds like pornography. But you guys know, I said I say this in many different ways, but I really do have this desperate need to share the things I love with others in the hope that someone else, anyone, will love it too. And truly the feeling of introducing people to things in this way is almost erotic to me for some reason. I mean, it has been since I was really young. And I also used to have this problem where if my friends wouldn't like something that I liked, I would get so furious. I mean, like really mad, not even joking around like, oh, come on, you don't like that? I mean, movies, books, whatever. I would just think that, and and (laughs) secretly if they didn't like it, I thought they were dumb. I mean, all of this was terrible behavior, by the way. But... Anyway, I've gotten past that, and doing this podcast is kind of uh, a way for me to just put it out there and hope that someone likes it and to not have any expectations, because as I've learned, expectations are premeditated resentments. That is very true, and I used to have a lot of them, and now I really don't, and I really don't think anyone is dumb if they don't like what I like, by the way. That sounded terrible, but... Also, when I was on the podcast with Kevin and Nick, I I got kind of sad afterwards because I realized I forgot to say something about another reason I do this podcast. And as time goes on, it kind of changes from day to day, but there's more reasons keep popping up. And I've been remembering stories from my childhood and high school days and college that are the reasons I've always believed in the power of words and the importance of being able to put words together effectively. And one thing I wish I would have remembered to say on Occasionally Awesome yesterday was when I was in 11th grade, I had this English teacher, Mrs. Duffy, and we were about to read some complex stuff. I I think it was Chaucer. And she very dramatically paused one day after the bell rang and it was it was just weird dramatic behavior however she was acting physically so we all kind of paid attention and she said I need everyone to look at me right now because this is important and what I'm about to say will help you for the rest of your life if you learn to write well 
you can convince anyone of anything. And the only way to learn to write well is by reading as much as possible. And then she paused and let us soak it in. And then she explained that reading a variety of things and constantly trying to figure out why, th why these things work and why these words have power and why they're convincing you to continue reading or on the other side, if they're not convincing you to keep reading. It was so, it was just a big deal to me. And I did, I did remember applying it to my life immediately. And as some of you know, I write letters a lot and that's really important to me. And there are very few times that I have written letters in order to, I'm going to say convince someone of something, but that's true too. But I guess it's more than that. Just every time I write a letter in order to get something I need, whether it be to my health insurance company or to a friend or to a family member who I'm having trouble with, it works because I believe what my teacher said is true. And it's not just about manipulation, although at my worst, I used, <laughs> I used my ability to put words together in manipulative ways as well, I'll be honest. But anyway, all of that is really important, and that's kind of another reason that I want to celebrate words here. I mean, it's kind of so simple that it sounds stupid now that I'm going on and on about it. And you know what? It's already six minutes, and I haven't even read my poem. And I love this poem, so let's get to it because I could go on about that shit forever. Today I'm going to be reading Etheridge Knight, a poem called Feeling Fucked Up. I got it from The Essential Etheridge Knight. I recommend that. It, it originally came from his book called Poems from Prison. So let's, let's do it. Feeling Fucked Up, Etheridge Knight. Lord, she's gone, done left me, done packed up and split and I with no way to make her come back. And everywhere the world is bare, bright bone, white crystal, sand glistens, dope, death, dead, dying, and jiving drove her away, made her take her laughter and her smiles and her softness and her midnight sighs. Fuck Coltrane and music and clouds drifting in the sky, Fuck the sea and trees and the sky and birds and alligators and all the animals that roam the earth. Fuck Marx and Mao. Fuck Fidel and Nkrumah and democracy and communism. Fuck smack and pot and red ripe tomatoes. Fuck Joseph. Fuck Mary. Fuck God, Jesus, and all the disciples. Fuck Fanon, Nixon, and Malcolm. Fuck the revolution. Fuck freedom. Fuck the whole motherfucking thing. All I want now is my woman back so my soul can sing. Well, there you go. Speaking of powerful words, but I would recommend, as I often do, a better version of a reading of this poem would be Tracy Morgan on Deaf Poetry Jam. He read this and it is well worth your time to check that out. So just Google Deaf Poetry Jam, Tracy Morgan. You'll find it, and you will thank me later. And I thank you for listening and subscribing to me reading stuff on iTunes. I thank you, and I love you. 
I'm sorry if my story about my 11th grade English teacher didn't make total sense. Maybe it's an ongoing conversation, and maybe I should speak more clearly and plan these stories out better. You guys, as always, come fuck with me over on Twitter and Instagram. My handle is R-O-B-Y-N underscore O-N-E-I-L. I'll miss you while I don't talk to you, but I'll love talking to you again on Thursday. Have a great week.